Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, round two of the Sales NBL saw the basketball courts of New Zealand buzzing with excitement and atmosphere. It's truly great to see. And while it's early days in the 2022 season, some teams are already putting their hand up as genuine contenders for the title, including the unbeaten Auckland Tuatara and the Franklin Bulls. But it was also a big weekend for another reason for basketball, celebrating the 2021 achievements uh, and uh, celebrating those winners in uh, a number of categories, but uh, also uh, inducting four greats of the game into the Basketball Hall of Fame, including our next guest, former Tall Black, now commentator, Phil Jones. Phil, uh, congratulations. Uh, Welcome to the show. Uh, What does being in the Hall of Fame mean to you after all those years of service? Good morning, Smitty. Thanks for having me. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, pretty humbling, to be fair. Uh, I suppose I kind of still feel like my basketball journey is still progressing through now through my kids and coaching and uh, obviously on the commentary side but um, yeah very humbling to be uh, accepted or uh, put into the Hall of Fame uh, quite, a, quite a cool thing So yeah, that's along with Ken Colson, Leanne Walker and of course uh, Kirk Penny so they uh, joined uh, you at the same time and, and going on to that Hall of Fame as you mentioned, uh, uh, staying in touch with the game uh, and helping the shape of the future of New Zealand basketball. Uh, high on your agenda, yeah? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, obviously, I've had a lot of uh, pretty cool things happen to me through basketball and you know, managed to travel the world and see lots of, uh, go to lots of pretty amazing events, Olympics, World Championships. Um, and I want to help other kids and players get to that stage as well um, and help them to have the opportunities that I've had. So, uh, the easiest way for me to do that is help through the, the coaching side of things and help kids develop and uh, really fall in love with the sport and, and want to do those things. Because, Phil, numbers are telling us that basketball uh, at that level is hugely popular. Well, it is, yeah. I think uh, there's lots of appealing about basketball in regards to, you know, you, you see it all the time on TV, obviously on NBA, um, but... For the rest of the world, basketball is absolutely huge, and it's just taking off all over the place. And uh, you know, it's a cool sport to watch. There's heaps of action. There's a bit of physicality, um, a heck of a lot of skill, and um, probably you know, I guess the the thing in regards to like rugby, and I, and I love watching rugby. Is uh, basketball's not doesn't quite have the same physicality. You know, you're not waking up the next morning and being you know so sore from getting smashed by the other team. Um, and I think kids are starting to realise that and are starting to move towards basketball a little bit more. 
Well, if you look back on the playing side of it, uh, from your point of view, uh, what would you have one standout? One standout that you you continually look back on and saying that was that was the moment, that was the time. Yeah, it's got to be um, got to be the two thousand two World Champs. Uh, I think that was uh, you know we've had had a platform set by the. the past players uh, for the talkbacks but really I think um, the talkbacks shot into, into the limelight after that tournament and the performance we had there um, really put the talkbacks on the world stage and uh, you know pretty proud to be a part of that uh, team and, and where we got to obviously we're hugely disappointed with the fact that we never managed to pick up a medal um, but we beat some pretty pretty good teams along the way, and you know we did actually beat the, the eventual winners, the Yugoslavia team, um, two weeks before the tournament. So um, just unfortunately, we came up against them in the semi final. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that would be definitely one of the standouts of uh, my career. For the for the youth of today, I mean the obvious. Uh, the obvious goal is the Stephen Adams pathway, isn't it, to to get to the NBA? But the chances of that uh, coming from New Zealand in particular very, very slim, uh, Phil. But I mean, you've got a daughter involved uh, in basketball, of course, in Maya. She's already uh, played New Zealand uh, at a very young age, and these kids who continue, to, as you say, to look at the NBA and say that's that's the goal, that's the dream. But uh, there has to be a reality check on it too, because it's you know, it's, it's not like wanting to be an All Black. I mean, it's a damn sight harder way, to, harder place to get to, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, from a um, excuse me, I'm gonna, I think from a you know, that NBA perspective, there's only a very small percentage of players that actually make it into that level of competition, um, and you've got to have something sort of particularly special about you. You look at Stephen Adams; you know, he's a seven foot, um, seven foot two guy that's athletic and run and jump, and you know he sort of fits the mould that the NBA looks at those types of players. Um, yeah, so it's a, that's a, a very, very tough competition to make it make it, it into. But the you know, there's basketball all around the world, and you know, I had the luxury of being able to play over in Europe. And um, you know, there's been other players and other players at the moment in the South NBL that have just come back from European competitions. And so there are opportunities. You've got the New Zealand NBL, we've got the Aussie NBL. Um, so if you really want to try and make it happen, I think there's always an opportunity to do it. It may not be the NBA, but it may be somewhere else in the world. And uh, you know, you've just got to put yourself out there. Obviously, you've got to work hard and uh, try and get yourself to that level that people will look at you and go, yeah, we can use that player in our team. Uh, can we look at uh, some of those matches on the sales uh, second round over the weekend, Phil? Um uh, the Giants uh, went down 86-77 to uh, Auckland Tuatara. Another good performance by Rob Lowe. Uh, they're setting an early an early trend, aren't they? Uh, the uh, Tuatara. Yeah, they came into Nelson, my beloved Nelson Giants, and beat them unfortunately. But um, yeah, they're a good team, and I think the the strength of their team is obviously those two big guys they have on uh, Rob Lowe and Chris Johnson. They complement each other very well. Um, and I've got some really tough guards around them with uh, some Russo and and uh, they, you know, they play hard. Um, and I managed to see them twice over the weekend and got to commentator and, uh, when they played the Rams, and they, uh, they just seem to be gelling quite nicely, and Coach Aaron Young is doing a good job with them. Um, and they're going to be a tough team, and they've got another piece of the puzzle to add. They've got another import coming in soon, so... 
that's just going to strengthen their roster again. Uh, I think they'll definitely be a team to watch out for this year. Okay, uh, the other team that uh, looks uh, pretty good as well, uh, Franklin Bulls found a way to slow down the Southland Sharks, and uh, that was a thriller, 79-75. Yeah, well, the Sharks are a tough team. You know, they've uh, got a pretty good core group of guys that have been around for quite a while, and, um, you know, the, the Bulls, I, I didn't see the game, but I heard it was quite quite physical and quite scrappy, and um, you know, the, the Franklin Bulls managed to come out with the win. So, again, they've got another piece of the puzzle to add with uh, Corey Webster coming back to the team. You know, so he's a great addition to that team and to the NBL. Um, so it's going, to be a, it's going to be a tough call. You know, nice to, nice to know that there's actually six spots up for grabs this year with the, in the finals. Um, so there'll be two, two extra teams as opposed to the top four. So there's, all, there's everything to pay for. What about uh, the Saints? Uh, another heavy loss over the weekend. Um, what, do you, what have you made of the Saints? Uh, I mean, is it all about just unavailability or late arrival of personnel for you? Is, is it, if you're a Saints fan, would you be thinking, God, this is awful? Oh, look, I think um, it's definitely down to the availability of the players for them. Um, I'm pretty sure they did have Jordan Arthur and Daniel Samuel. They, they were there, but it was their first game. They hadn't been there for very long. But they are missing a few pieces. Uh, they've got um, uh, Tom Donovich and I think Xavier Cook is uh, an out of Australia, and he's very good. Uh, those two those players are very good, so you had them into the lineup. Um, They'll be a completely different team. So I don't think the Saints fans should be getting too concerned. Um, I'm pretty sure once they get their full roster back, they're going to be a title contender again, for sure. And the, the Nuggets uh, were the, the team that imposed that 83-61 victory over the Saints as well. Uh, slow start to the season for the Nuggets, but uh, just maybe just starting to turn that around too with uh, players coming on board. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were the team, I guess, that were impacted by uh, availability of players as well. So they played the Giants first up in Nelson and, and uh, came away with the loss and then travelled to Christchurch and had a, had a pretty tight loss to the Rams. But they effectively didn't have any of their imports. Um, and when they played against the Saints, they had uh, their three imports that arrived. And uh, they've got a, a guy out of Kent, I forget his name now, McCall, um, he he's phenomenal. He had a, a great season in the uh, the Australian NBL uh, for Ken, for the Kings Titans, and he sort of came into this New Zealand NBL and had a pretty good start to, to the year. Um, so they're going to be a completely different team, uh, and they'll be I think they'll be pretty tough to beat uh, moving forward. Phil, could just take it uh, up to the uh, the NBL in terms of uh, the breakers. Uh, you were part of the foundation of the Breakers. Uh, you know, some some pretty good days back then when uh, just building to just looking to build the name, build the brand as such. So to see a season like this, um, I, I would imagine it, it gets to you a wee bit to see perhaps the, the fact that they've they've taken a big step backward this time around. What do you, what do you think needs to happen there? Oh look, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to step on any toes with my comments or anything, but. The Breakers have had a pretty tough ride in the last couple of years with having to face themselves over in Australia and not playing their own home venues. and So that's a pretty pretty tricky thing to negotiate. Um, but I do feel like the Breakers have kind of lost their identity a bit in regards to that New Zealand sort of type culture, um, New Zealand-based players. Um, I feel like we need to see more of our top talent being 
playing in that team in that league. Uh, we, we seem to have a lot of New Zealand-based players at the moment playing in other teams throughout the NBL. It'd be nice to see the Breakers kind of get back to where it was in regards to that sort of thing. But look, um, that was under the, I guess, the tutelage of Andre Lamanis, and um, they had the, the Blackwells that were the owners, and they were very much about making sure that there was key talent involved in in that team. Uh, and it seems that they may have changed a little bit and it's uh, sort of heading in a different direction. And that, that's, that's, I guess, what happens when you have a new ownership come in and they want to they stamp their identity on the league and make a few changes. Um, but it would be nice, you know, just from my pre- preference, to see that change and sort of get back to that, um, you know, more of a New Zealand-type-based culture and stuff with players from, the, from New Zealand playing in that team more regularly. Yeah, uh, it hasn't been good at all. Uh, uh, what has been good, the Jack Jumpers, they pushed uh, the Kings very, very close uh, in that second match of, of the playoff series and a remarkable debut season for the team from Tasmania. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think if you sort of said uh, at the start of the season, you know, how are these guys going to go, you probably wouldn't have given them much opportunity Um I'm pretty sure I heard somebody make the comment that it was a team made up of players that no one, nobody wanted. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that can work in your favour because everyone wants to play for each other and um, you know, play a particular style of basketball that's going to suit the group they have. And I think they're very well coached. Um, you know, it's not to be forgotten that actually Mickey McConaughey is involved with that group and on the coaching and something coaching side. And you know, his influence over those players. I imagine will be huge because uh, he's been a winner wherever he's gone throughout you know, any of the competitions he's played in. Um, and I have no doubt at some point he'll be a Hall of Famer in, in our you know, BNZ Awards as well. But that's just a, you know, a great group of guys that play hard, play together. Um, they've got a fantastic import in Adam, Adams who uh, plays phenomenal in that last game. But um, yeah, that has been a real surprise and it's been great to watch. Uh, Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks have just got up and uh, beaten Phoenix to draw that series uh, two apiece. Uh, good result there for Mark Cuban's uh, team. So uh, NBA at an interesting stage. Uh, Celtics coming back at Milwaukee only just uh, down 103-101 over the weekend. Um, how do you see it, it finishing up, the NBA as such? Um. Like, to be completely honest to you, NBA is not something that I follow that much. <laughs> it's probably more down to uh, a time thing. Um, but I, like, I, I would love to see Phoenix get up and, and get a win, um, just for Chris Paul's sake. You know, I think he's an amazing player, and I'd love to see him have the opportunity to get, get a, a win in that competition. Um, I also like where and uh, the way he plays. But... Uh, yeah, it's probably for me now is not the league that I focus on as much as I possibly should, but I love watching the Aussie NBL and the New Zealand South NBL. Cool, Phil. Actually, uh, thank you very much. And uh, once again, uh, thanks for your input this morning, but more importantly, congratulations to on the induction into uh, the New Zealand Basketball Hall of Fame. Extremely well done. We, can, we salute you. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. Cheers. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.